Justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhyme that are coming Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, one day before Friday. Um, hopefully, everybody finds themselves well and safe out there. It's kind of a crazy time right now. We'll talk about some of that. Um, hold on one second. Just got to change my charger to my other laptop, which is dying. Um, so yeah, crazy time. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit today, uh, frankly, uh, about some of the things that are going on. Uh, it, I'm gonna talk some about the Sixers game. I, I I'm gonna be completely honest with you. It, it was pretty impossible to pay attention to the Sixers game, uh, to only the Sixers game. Uh, it was very difficult. Uh, you know, the second half especially was really hard to pay attention to. Thankfully, you know, the, we went up big and you know we kind of maintained. It was a wire to wire win pretty much. Um, and it made it a little bit easier to not pay attention. Uh, but there were things more seriously. So serious going on. So briefly, let's talk about the Sixers. Uh, obviously, we win big. Uh, Christian Wood, as I said, he would, uh, you know, scored big. Uh, Derrick Rose didn't play, which I probably should have just bet on. I don't know why I thought he would play. He never does. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's not fair. That's not fair to Derek. He didn't play yesterday. I'm just going to leave it there. Alec Burks, more ill-advised jumpers in, in bad playing. No surprise there. Matisse played well, though. Matisse had a really good pass uh, in the first half, found himself driving to the lane, got under the basket and jumped, which is always a bad mistake. Uh, but but this is my point about Matisse, about him seeming like he he's just a, like a cut above a guy who is just a 3 and D guy. He jumps, and I think he knew he already knew where the pass was. And Al came crashing down to the rim, down the lane, and boot Matisse hit him, um, hit him with a really nice pass. I mean, Matisse is, he does that a few times. Finished with nine points, four for five, one for two from three. Played really well. Had three steals, one assist. Um, that was the assist. Uh, and, and you know he played well, so I was happy. He, he's he's more advanced than we realize. He, his shot needs work, yes, but his ball handling and his passing is a lot better than I think people give him credit for. Uh, Toby didn't play well. Uh, you know, again, struggling with Joel in the game. Uh, finished with 15 points, five for 14, one for seven from three. Uh, had seven rebounds, five assists, uh, no turnovers. Though, that's good. And five assists, that, that's actually really good for him. Um, Al Horford played really well. You know, as I said, he would listen. I said yesterday on yesterday, I said on yesterday's podcast that this would probably work. That just Al and Joe, Al and Joe will probably work. It's not going to work when Ben comes back. This is a waste of time. Al finished with twenty points, four for six from three, uh, which is what we expected him to shoot. That's how we expected him to shoot when he got here. Maybe not four for six, but three from six at least. You know what I mean? Two for five, things like that, which he hasn't been doing. He's not going to go four for six again. Don't worry about it, especially now considering that the season's over. Uh, for now, at least. Ten rebounds, six assists, uh, only two turnovers, had two blocks. Um, played well. Joel dominant in 26 minutes. The, the Joel we kind of expect. 26 minutes and 30 points. Nine for 17. Two for three from three. 12 free throws. Uh, 14 rebounds. Three assists. Four turnovers still, obviously. Turnovers are a big problem, We you know. Um, played really well. Josh, uh, you know, he played basketball yesterday. Did he play well? Uh, he played. He had. Uh, he he had that one really really nice chase down block. That was really nice. Shake played okay. Hey, listen, Shake did exactly what we need him to do. Uh, Twelve points on five for eleven shooting. That's pretty much what we want. One for four from three. Would like that to be a little bit better. Uh, if he had thirteen points, uh, let's say, and was two for four from three. Uh, with one less uh, regular field goal, I'd be a little bit happier, but that's fine. Uh, I'm happy with that. Alec Burks, one for five, uh, just trash. Uh, did not play well. Um, 
but made just horrible, a couple horrible decisions. I mean, just doing crazy things out there. I, I, just just doing some wild things. Three, yeah, three turnovers. I mean, three tur- turnovers in 20 minutes. Just just doing crazy shit. Um, we talked about Matisse. Furkan has 17 points. I mean, he loves home. Furkan is is all about the home cooking. You know what I mean? Furkan at home, he, he looks like Clay Thompson. You know what I mean? When he's home. So that is not going to, you know, that is what it is. We know that we can protect home court because of him. Mike Scott had four points. Uh, was a plus 14, was all over, five rebounds, three assists, uh, all over the floor. You know, just did, did just did a lot of stuff. Glenn Robinson uh, played 16 minutes, a lot of garbage time minutes for him, honestly. He's he's going to play himself. He's pretty much just falling out of the rotation. You know what I mean? That's just slowly going to happen to him. He's going to fall out of the rotation. Uh, again, Ben uh, Brett did that thing. We're at the end of the half. We don't finish with our starters. Joel comes out with four minutes left at the half. Four minutes left until halftime. Um doing that weird thing uh you know I, I actually had to ask one of my friends if i was crazy for saying that because they because watching brett makes me think i'm crazy i know every other team does it and watching brett he doesn't do it and it makes me think i'm crazy you know what i mean really, honestly it makes me think i'm crazy i you know we don't we never do it so we have you know i think we finished the half with like uh toby um Toby, Josh, maybe. No, Josh wasn't out there. Maybe he was. Yeah, Toby, Josh, um, Al, Matisse, and Furkan, I think, is what we finished the first half with. Um, but, you know, whatever. Listen, I, 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 the issue here is, again, um, you know, Brett's going to look at this and think that this was a success. Uh, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's not a success. You know, there's a lot more spacing when it's just Joe and Al. If Al especially, I mean, listen, Al and Joe are not going to go six for nine from three. You know what I mean? They're not going to go six for nine from three every game. You know what I mean? Probably ever again in the same game. So uh, the next time they go six for nine, it's going to be because Joe went six for six and Al went over three, probably something like that. So. Uh, or or Al went one for eight and Joe went went. Uh, no, no, it'll never happen again. I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say Joe went five for one. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, Christian Wood showed all of it, man. He's a, he's a good basketball player. Uh, 32 points, 14 for 18, uh, seven rebounds, two assists, three steals, two blocks. Had a nice block on, on Joe. Um, he's long and quick off the floor. So Joe just put that out there, you know, just kind of put, put, put the ball out there. Svi uh, Mikhailuk who I, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, he's had a few good games this year. I know because I remember confusing him a few times with um, with uh, with what's-his-face. Uh, who's the other white dude they drafted who can shoot? Uh, Luke Kennard. Um, while they were out there, um, had 16 points. Really was the only reason why it was a little bit close in the first quarter. Uh, and then, you know, we just kind of take off. Langston Galloway, his hair his hair looks, looks like a mess. Uh, Langston, do something with your hair. Your hair has the coronavirus. Uh, do something with it, man. It's, it's just crazy. It's too much right now. It's just, it's doing too much. It looks dry. You got to do something, man. You got to do something with it, bro. Um, you know, it's just, it's just not looking good right now. It's not looking good. Um, anyway, so speaking of coronavirus, right, that brings us to our next point. So, so this game was hard to pay attention to. Uh, if you were paying attention, if you're on Twitter, um, then you pretty much watched the world devolve into madness for for a little bit yesterday. Um, and it's it's a scary time. You know what I mean? Sometimes, though, when you're sometimes one of the issues with Twitter, which we'll always realize and with social media generally, this is a social media specialty uh, is is that we we end up in a bubble where it feels like the world is coming to a halt. 
Um, in a lot of ways, it did. The NBA suspended the season yesterday, um, and because of Ru- the mascot of this is becoming Rudy. Now we don't know, you know. So if you were paying attention a couple of days ago, Rudy. Uh, touched every microphone after they told the NBA or after the NBA put out that they were going to limit media personnel. Um, Rudy made it a point to touch every microphone before leaving the meeting. That was two days ago. So now what it is, is the question, the question is one of it's two. It's one of two questions. It's did Rudy contract the coronavirus by touching every microphone or did he possibly uh, spread the coronavirus by touching every microphone? Uh, either way, he's a dickhead. So uh, thanks, Rudy, for that one. Um, so Rudy, uh, uh, which is, and this is concerning because the NBA, I, I, people are glorifying what the NBA did. I have an issue here because I don't understand how Rudy was sick. He was listed on the injury report this the, today, earlier, earlier yesterday as sick. We knew since about lunchtime. That he was out with an illness, him and Emmanuel Moutier. Um, and uh, the illness was not his poor hands and his bad, uh, his inability to catch the ball cleanly. Uh, I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with basketball. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, that he was out with an illness. We knew he was sick. And it turned into a scramble. Uh, the reports came out, you know, before the game started, um, an Oklahoma City doctor for, for the Thunder ran out on the floor. Uh, trying to get some information, Chris Paul ran over to the the, the locker uh, to the right. Uh, I'm sorry, to the Jazz bench, like asking what's going on with Rudy. They immediately shoot him away to get away from them. Um, they needed to be tested, um, and it's like, well, how come? Why did it take this long? We we were sitting on this for seven hours. Everyone knew Rudy was sick. Um, how did everyone get to the arena before everyone started shaking? Now, thank God Rudy was not there. Rudy didn't show up to the arena. They were waiting on testing to see if he had it before they were going to play the game. Um, guess what, Rudy? Even if you didn't have it, and let's say you just had the regular flu, don't fucking play the game. You know what I mean? Don't play the game. Don't You don't show up if you have the flu. All right? Because especially in this time, it's not about... You know, sometimes we get confused in sports, and this, this this is really the overblown piece: is this playing through injury, playing through sickness when you don't feel a hundred percent, being the hard ass and showing up until you hurt your team, right? Because that's always the other part of it. Listen, if you can't play, if if you fuck your knee up, right? You want to be tough for your teammates. I'm going to play. Even the famous the famous play, uh, uh, what's his face, Bernard King coming out for the Knicks, their title, the year that they win the title in '73. He hits those two jump shots, and that's the end of the game for him pretty much because he couldn't play on one leg. It was more like an emotional uplifting. He drained those two jumpers and did nothing else the rest of the game pretty much. Um, and it's the same thing, man. You, yeah, you, there is a line of diminishing returns. We spoke about that here, about bench players with their line of diminishing returns. They can be effective in 14 minutes. Once they get to 20 minutes, it's ineffective. They are now diminishing. The returns are diminishing. What they offer is no longer good. That's why uh, per 36 stats are misleading. That's what makes plus minus. And that's what makes PER misleading. There was a couple years ago where uh, when P, when uh, Marie Spates was a rookie for us, he had the highest PER in the league. He was playing four minutes a game. All right. He was playing four minutes a game, something like that. He was averaging like four minutes and had the highest PER in the league. Something like it's a ridiculous number, PER. Yeah, that that's why... 
PER can be, can be misleading because in 12 minutes of action, this person can be a high, can have a high PER, but the line of diminishing returns is there. And once that goes to 28 minutes of action, his PER comes down to zero. It crashes, it plummets because it's no longer good. And that's the same thing with your playing through injury. You know what I mean? When you're playing through injury, there's a line of diminishing returns. You may not offer the best option any longer. You're actually making it worse. No difference when you're sick. When you're sick now, if you, let's say Rudy did have the flu. Well, he fucks around and goes into the locker room, line of diminishing returns. Yeah, he played good defense this game, and now he's defended his team from winning another game because he's making individuals sick throughout the locker room. And now, considering how severe this is, and now I want to take a second here because there's a couple things that I'm seeing that bother me. One. There are people who are doing the shaming, like shaming the bandwagoners thing, where it's like, uh, you know, the idea is like, oh, it took the NBA to cancel the season. And Tom Hanks, God, please, Tom, be good. I, I offered my my life up yesterday for Tom Hanks, um, which in hindsight might be a mistake. But anyway, um, it took Tom Hanks and, and, the, and the NBA to cancel the season for people to understand the severity. Yeah, you know what? In some cases, it does. And it's fine. It's fine that it took that. Should they have noticed sooner? Maybe. Yeah, sure. They probably should have. Um, but is it is it fine that they noticed at all? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine that they noticed. This is not the time to shame them for not for not seeing the severity because the way we are as human beings, there's like a there's a psychological theory out there. I, I'm not gonna remember what it's called. Um, I learned this years ago that that essentially as human beings, it's it's impossible for us to care. For, for more than a certain number of people in our lives. I, I can't remember what that number is. If they put a number on it, and I'm not going to remember. Let's just say like it's like 20 people. Beyond 20 people, we, we are literally incapable of crying for the death of the 21st person. You know what I mean? Now, again, this is a, I don't know the number, so I'm just throwing out a number. Uh, just, just think about that as in there's X. It's a variable uh, and beyond X, we are unable to care. Once X plus one happens, we cannot care for that person. Um, there are some people who who are like a rare number of people, like an empath or somebody who, who feeds off of energy, uh, feeds off of other people's emotions, who, who are able to care because they are literally taking in the emotion of other people. But beyond that, it's literally impossible for people to care beyond X plus one. It's, it's impossible for people to care for that person. Uh, and I think sometimes, like I mentioned the other day regarding headlines and how we become desensitized. You know what I mean? In fact, talking about the coronavirus, right? Because shit, on that podcast, that was the last podcast, I said as early as next week, we could be watching games without fans. And in the course of 12 hours, the NBA got fucking canceled. All right. It is impossible for people. Sometimes we get desensitized. We're seeing headlines and it's hard for us to care. It's hard for people to care because it's not close enough yet. It's just not. It's hard. I'm sorry. Not everybody has the hindsight of, 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 of every Twitter warrior who sees something happening and thinks that this is the most important thing in the world. Then it's hard, man. People are trying to live their life. You know what I mean? And sometimes this is why uh, there was a time uh, a few months ago where I just, I, I took a break from Twitter uh, and I came back and just started deleting, uh, deleting, um, uh, unfollowing people because it was too heavy, man. It was too much. It was fucking up my mental health. And then that's this is going to turn into a podcast about mental health, I guess, because it was fucking up my mental health. You know what I mean? I already deal with mental health issues. I deal with anxiety. I can't sleep sometimes. Yeah, I deal with I deal with that shit. And then you go on Twitter, you start piling that on, and it makes everything heavier. 
Everything gets worse. So I said, you know, I got to fucking delete this. I'm sorry. There was a time when I wanted to be in front of all the news, when I wanted to read every headline about Trump or every quote, every dumb fucking thing that Fox reports or, or all of that. And then I said, I can't anymore. I'm sorry. I can't be a warrior for this, for this fight anymore. I can't anymore. It's too much. It's too much. It was too much. You know what I mean? I also follow, follow like battle rap closely and that community super negative i had to unfollow that almost that entire community it's just too much it was getting too much you know what i mean so so uh and this managed to bleed through which 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 on another level shows how how important this was because this was bleeding through already back in february um the the coronavirus was bleeding through already even though i had put up all these walls and structures to stop seeing things like this it was bleeding through that's how big it was um, but, but sometimes people, people, it's a defense mechanism being the, the, the idea of the term ignorance is bliss, man. That's real. That's real. And sometimes I wish I could go back to being ignorant because we're just getting too much information. You know what I mean? We're getting too much information. This shit is not good for us. It's not good for us. We reinforce our bubbles. That's what fa- I mean. Facebook is the bubble is the bubble King. That's where people go to reinforce their bubbles of what they believe, whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, on Facebook, they just reinforce their bubbles, get get confirmation bias from everyone that's in their circle. And then in Twitter, we do the same thing without even realizing it. We follow and unfollow people. We unfollow people against our agenda. We follow people who further our agenda. And then we we become further entrenched in that. So, um, so yeah, you know what I mean? Back to the bandwagon or the shame. Ba- it's not time to shame people who are getting here late. Just let them get here. And then on the other note, people who are going around saying you're overreacting. Listen. If you believe that, that's fine. Believe what you want. All right? Believe what you want. If you feel like people are overreacting, that's totally fine, man. That's your prerogative. It's hard to trust the government. It's hard to trust the media cycle. It's hard to trust anything right now. You know what I mean? Because the amount of disinformation going out is, is it's, it's beyond, it's scary. It's been terrifying. It's been fucking scary. Because we get, shit, I, I had a shout out to one of my homies the other day. Uh, who retweeted, and it's not his fault because th- this is coming, it comes so quickly and so fast that we're we're literally unable to fact check every single thing. He retweeted uh, this fake tweet from Trump about if the if the uh, stock market falls below a certain percentage, that the president should be launched into the sky by a cannon, right? Something like that. And it was a fake tweet, but it was spread around like it was real. That's how quickly this shit devolves. I had a conversation with somebody who still believes that the, the and just listen, no Trump support here. I'm just taking the closest, the, the most obvious examples I can think of um, where, where uh, Trump said years and years ago that he would run as a Republican because Republican, the Republican base is dumb. Um, yeah, that's also fake. That's, that didn't happen. He didn't say those things. You know what I mean? And we need to be diligent when we're, when we're receiving information, we need to be diligent about, about doing that. And so when people are dragging their feet on things like the coronavirus, yeah, man, people are having trouble believing anything coming out of the government, anything coming in from the media just a week ago, not even a week ago on fucking Monday, Fox was saying that this was a ploy by the Democrats to fuck up the market and to get Trump uh, out of office. They were saying that on Monday. Monday feels like six months ago at this point. I saw someone yesterday who said, uh, what do you say, man, 
the the entire week of this day has has or, or the, I can't I can't word it as eloquently as he worded it, but it was just essentially saying that yesterday morning feels like it happened a week ago. You know what I mean? How quickly you go? I tweeted yesterday. I missed when climate change was gonna fucking kill us. You know what I mean? How quickly things changed uh, over the course of yesterday. And again, listen, I, this is not about politics. I, I hate politics. I don't want to fucking talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Am I a Trump supporter? Absolutely fucking lutely not. If you know me, you know exactly how I feel and where I stand. Um, and and but it just just again pointing out what. Well, I, you know, some of those things that that's like, you know, we're so quick to run to and to, to retweet and repost without doing the due diligence. And because it comes so quickly, it's not completely our fault. You know what I mean? If we especially on places like Twitter, this is where Twitter's downfall is, especially on Twitter. We're getting so many headlines at once or even Instagram. How many memes have you seen on Instagram about a quote unquote Florida headline? And we recirculate those headlines because they're hilarious. But don't understand that none of us have ever gone to research. Some of them, I've researched some of them to see if they were real and they were real, but we actually wouldn't know. We're just recirculating them because they're funny and building this uh, this, this, this uh, narrative about how crazy Florida is. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's like, it's hard. It's hard for us to care. So yeah, man, people are dragging their, people were dragging their feet. And once it hit close to home, uh, it made sense. Again, so so we talked about that. Now back to the people, if you don't believe it, I understand you don't believe it. Just please let people who are overreacting, quote unquote, let them overreact. As people are point, put, putting it, as I've seen a thousand times tweeted, and listen, I, it's not that Twitter has a big role. It, it has a bigger role than we feel, than we really want to acknowledge. Faith, social media generally has a big role, a bigger role than we want to acknowledge. Um, so this is true, you know what I mean? And it gives you a, a, a kind of a climate check on what people feel, what people, what is going on in the zeitgeist of the community, a zeitgeist of the world, you know what I mean? And there are a lot of people saying the same thing. Listen, I'd rather be overreacting and laughing about this in six months than not reacting at all and be dead, right? And that's fine. I agree. Let them overreact. If you feel like they're overreacting, let them. Don't go around... Uh, aggressively telling people oh, you're overreacting and like aggressively making it hard for them to overreact. Let them live their life, man. And you live your life. Do whatever you're going to do. Just don't fucking, if you have the flu, if you're not feeling good, man, listen, just kind of don't be around people. It's fine. It's not a big deal. All right. It's a, it's a simple thing we can do to make sure that everybody else is safe because it's not about us. Yeah. Some of us will survive even though shit. I mean, I get like bronchitis and or pneumonia twice a year. You know what I mean? So if I get this shit, Brian may finally get his wish and it'll be over. I'm joking. That's not funny. Knock on wood. Um, and, and and that's the point. You know what I mean? Let people overreact. Just don't 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 actively go out of your way because that's the shit that happens when people want to be right so badly. Right. People want to be so fucking right in today's society. Right. It's just like everyone wants to be right and they'll go out of their way uh, to be right, to make themselves right. Until they're proven wrong by by having hurt somebody at the expense of somebody else or at the expense of themselves. You know what I mean? And, and so so just let these people let if they're over. If you think they're overreacting, let them overreact, man. You don't have to be right this time. Sit this one out. Just sit it out. People are scared. You know what I mean? Rightfully so. The NBA like this shit. The, this is the, one of the craziest things. What happened last night in the NBA? Understand just from the context of the NBA. This has never, ever, 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 ever happened. This has never happened. Never in the history of basketball has this ever happened. 
in the history of, of sports in the U.S., not, not that I know of, not that I know of. Someone needs to point that out to me if they feel like it has. March Madness is about to get canceled. Think about it. That's crazy, bro. March Madness, it's a billion-dollar industry. I messaged a friend of mine on Twitter yesterday who said he hoped March Madness didn't get canceled. And I said, oh, don't worry. This is not going to get canceled. It's a billion-dollar industry. They're not going to cancel that. Oh, guess what? <laughs> Maybe not canceled, but, uh, you know, April, whatever the fuck is about to happen. You know what I mean? That that might be happening. Um so, you know, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. It, it, it's it's a it's a scary time. You know what I mean? Um, the Mavericks blew out the Nuggets yesterday. A lot of that, I'm sure, has to do with the uncertainty. I mean, you see video of Mark Cuban getting the news in the third quarter uh, and telling, the, you know, everyone knew everyone was on edge. The Pelicans refused to come out. They heard that uh, so on the on the training staff. Who, who did the Pelicans play yesterday? Um Hold on one second. Let me see who the Pelicans played yesterday. I can't remember off the top of my head. Pelicans, Pelicans played the Kings. They heard someone on the Kings training staff was sick. And the players said, nah, we're not coming out. We're not coming out, man. We're not going to come out to play. Just think about how crazy that is, man. Players, the players said, nah, we're not playing. You know what I mean? Um... And the other piece that's crazy, this is another, again, you know, I don't want to turn this podcast into social justice, whatever the fuck, man. I don't. I really don't. But just for this episode, maybe we need a, a little sense of reality for a second, just a dose of reality. Take a step away from basketball and let's talk about this. You know what I mean? Let's hash this shit out. Um, the fact that the Thunder and the Jazz got tested yesterday is, it's great on one side. But really fucked up on another side. Because you can find a million stories right now of people in this country who are trying to get tested and are they are not being tested. Now, part of this whole jazz thunder getting tested is because they've come part of the whole testing thing is that you had to come into contact with somebody who had it or who had traveled from one of the the, the provinces that the CDC marked as like fucking fucked up. So yet they have someone who has it. And now they're testing everybody around the teams to find out if anyone else is affected. Understood. But how they quickly got these, how they can quickly, so quickly get these tests when when New York, I think New York doesn't even have the test yet. The CDC sent out fucked up tests first. Then they sent out good tests. They were supposed to send out good tests. After this was at the end of February. It took them two weeks to send out good tests. So I don't even know if New York City has the right test. What it takes to get tested right now, you can find a hundred stories and every single one of the stories are the same. Call the primary care. Primary care tells them to call uh, to, to call the Department of Health. Department of Health tells them to call the primary care. They call the primary care. Primary care tells them to call the urgent care. They call urgent care. Urgent care tells them to call Department of Health. Department of Health tells them to contact the ER. They call the ER. ER tells them to call Department of Health. And then Department of Health tells them to call the CDC. CDC tells them to call the primary. It's a circle. No one knows where they're supposed to go. No one has an idea what they're supposed to do, how they're supposed to get tested. And because understand, you'll probably again, you'll probably survive it. Most of us will. Uh, the the the, uh, the mo- yes, the majority, the vast majority of people will survive this. It's not about us. It's about the people who are sick, who are already sick. People with with poor immune systems. People who have asthma or poor respiratory issues. Uh, yeah, those people are at risk. Older people are at risk. You know what I mean? Those are the people that that the mortality rate spikes for. It's not, it's for, for the, the, because there's a people who are like, oh, the flu kills more people. Yes, you're right. The flu does kill more people because it's the fucking flu. But, 
understand that the mortality rate here is not about is not about the all. It's not about a million people in one group. It's that when you take when you separate these groups into segments and say, okay, let's take the people with asthma out of this group, the 10 people with asthma. Well, these 10 people with asthma, they could get the flu and survive. But if they get this, they're gonna fucking die. All right? That's the point. That's the point. That's the point that you gotta focus on here. So um, so yeah, man, it's a, it's a crazy time. Take it seriously. Take care of your families. Uh, be healthy out there. Uh, it, it's getting to that time. We have to lock down shit. I got to go food shopping. I, I, I and, and apparently I have to start scavenging for toilet paper. You know, I don't know if I'll find enough toilet paper in the world. Um, but who, you know, it, it's time to, to be worried. Uh, we are on a, a precipice of it lifting its stranglehold because as the heat goes up, uh, the disease dies off. Now, does that mean it's dead permanently? Nope. Nope. Just means that climate, if 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 climate change doesn't kill us this summer, because it's only three months into 2020, guys, and the world has tried to kill us a few times. Got Kobe, the Iron Man. I didn't think Kobe could die. Honestly, I didn't think Kobe could die. And he's dead. It's shit. 2020 doesn't care about us. All right. So get ready for this summer of, of 150 degree days. In fucking Austria, in fucking Antarctica or something like that. So yeah, it'll it'll give us the stranglehold. So the, if you didn't die from the coronavirus uh, in the spring, you're gonna fucking die from the heat stroke in the summer. Um, but it'll be back when fall when the weather's dropped during fall and winter again. It'll be back, just like the flu. It'll be back. And right now, the timeline to get a cure or or some sort of treatment for it. We are 18 months away from that, regardless of what people are saying, what scientists are saying. We're 18 months away from that. So we're going to at least probably deal with another winner of terror from this shit. Um, and listen, the NBA is going to end up flipping this into a positive for them because they want to. They've been talking about pushing the, the season back to end in the summer. Some people have have suggested starting the season when the NFL season ends, let football have its time and then the NBA take the rest of the year. So they're going to moon like that. They're going to see what, what NBA looks like in July. I promise you the NBA will be back this season. I, I really do believe that unless this gets worse and body and lives are lost in the NBA, especially for this, I think they'll be playing again in the summer. Um, and we'll have Ben back at full strength, hopefully, maybe, you know what I mean? Uh, but for right now, take care of yourselves. Uh, be, be fucking yummy. People, hey, listen, the, People on Twitter have been saying this shit too about if you if like wash your fucking hands, man. What it's not that serious. But what were you? What, what have you been doing? Listen, I go to the gym and I see it all the time. People who don't wash their fucking hands in the bathroom. It's disgusting. Wash your fucking hands, you degenerates. If you don't wash your hands, and, and oh, hand sanitizer. Listen, if you don't know. Hand sanitizer will do nothing to kill this. Hand sanitizer is uh, antibacterial. This is not a bacteria. This is a virus. This is viral. Bacteria and viruses, two completely different things. Hand sanitizer will do nothing to save you. Yeah, they say use hand sanitizer if you can't wash your hands because you can get other shit if you don't wash your hands. So use hand sanitizer. They're just coupling. They're just taking a chance to say, man, yeah, sanitize your fucking hands if you didn't wash them, you pig. You disgusting pig. Sanitize your shit. And then, but wash your hands. Because they're two completely different things. So be mindful of it.
That's why you're seeing memes right now of sanitizer companies, like the, the CEO of sanitizer companies balling right now, laughing evilly while people are fucking going out of their way to spend $40 on a bottle of hand sanitizer. That's not going to do shit for you because hand sanitizer is not is, again, antibacterial. Um, it's just not a bacteria. So um, be safe out there. Um, what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to leave you guys. I'm going to stay here for the long run. So this is what I'm going to do. I am going to start watching old NBA games. I'm going to do a little bit of research, some light research, talk about storylines that were ha- happening at this time. I'm going to break them down just like I break down any other NBA game. We're going to talk about it. We're going to laugh about it. We're going to make fun of it. I'm going to give you entertainment while you're stuck in your house. I'm going to do it for you. And I'm going to tell you what game to watch. There are, there's a million basketball games on YouTube if you didn't know. If you want to watch old classic NBA games, a million of them on YouTube. There's a few places online you can find. Uh, if you don't mind uh, getting some weird porn bot popping up every now and then on your computer, you can find a few a few sites where you can watch old NBA games too. Um, I'm going to give you those links. I'm going to tell you where to find them. Um and we're going to talk about those games. You know what I mean? If you need something to do, something to watch, if you're working from home, you can get bored. Listen, I've been working from home. I, I love being alone. I love solitude. So I've been working from home for, for a while now. Uh, and it's my greatest joy. So nothing changes for me in my life, really. Really, the biggest difference is, uh, which which is a side note, I think I said, I mentioned this to a friend of mine yesterday. I think this could be the good thing that comes out of this. There are uh, sunny skies ahead, man. And this can be good, man. Let's survive it. All right. And let's. Let's just see where the universe is telling us to go. Uh, I mentioned to my friend, I think this is going to push us outside in the nature again a little bit more. Because I was thinking I was at the gym yesterday and it was empty, man. It was like almost like a ghost town. I showed up. There was like eight people in the gym. You know what I mean? It was it was kind of crazy. You know, then a few people playing basketball showed up. We played. Um, and it, it was it was crazy. And I started to think, what's going to happen if the gym closes down? Well, what's going to happen is I'm going to go running. I'm going to go outside, back in the nature. I'm going to start running, working out outside, doing things like that, getting sun, man, because the sun is a healer. You know what I mean? The sun heals us. This is a scientific fact, man. The sun heals us. That's why depression is so bad, because depression, you get depressed and you lock yourself away in the house and you get less sun, you get more depressed. The sun is a healer. All right. The sun heals us. Um and maybe this will push us out into nature a little bit more. You know what I mean? People start getting stir crazy, want to get outside. They're not going to go to their offices. You're going to take walks around their neighborhood, doing shit like that. Pushes into community, into people. Um, and maybe this can be good. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm going to break down old basketball games. Uh, we'll still talk about basketball. Uh, Sixers won yesterday. Uh, who knows if they'll even count this day of basketball, honestly. Uh, I I can't imagine they would want to uphold the Mavericks-Nuggets game, you know what I mean, when they're finding out that the season's going to be canceled halfway through. I don't know how you expect players to play that way. Um, But, you know, whatever it is, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it happens. We'll talk about news as it comes out. Again, we'll break up, we'll break out old basketball games. Uh, I'll make fun of people, uh, as I always do, because it's it's in my nature. and yeah, everybody, stay safe out there, man. Uh, stay clean. Wash your fucking hands. Uh, and that's it, man. Have a good day. Yo. Uh, 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 yo. Justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. You-